You're listening to the Selling Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I'm Laren Kelly. And I'm Sydney Lish. We're two entrepreneurs turned best friends, pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really takes to build wildly successful brands. You'll learn tools, tips, and strategies from top industry trailblazers that are paving the way in the world of social selling and building brands online. This podcast is for you if you sell a product, a service, or your expertise. We are Selling Social. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back to Selling Social. Laren and I are here. We're so excited. I'm coming to you guys from my bathroom today. We're getting some really good sound quality, uh, but we're really excited today because we're talking about a topic that I think Laren and I are are really passionate about. Like, I think if we both have a, a similar strength in one area, it's around connecting and networking with people. Um, and, and Laren is a professional in in-person networking. Um, I'm really great at online networking. That's really where my specialty lies. And so this week we're going to be talking a lot about like the basics of networking and then also in-person networking. Uh, and then next week we're going to be, or I guess in two weeks, we're going to be coming back with a lot of online networking and how to, how to really move online to offline. So this week will be a lot more around on, I guess, on offline to online. Yeah. So meeting I love people episodes though, that we're like splitting up and yeah. So it's like, you get the full like context of it throughout the whole week, but we're breaking it up for you guys into digestible yeah. pieces. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll come back to you guys in a few weeks and we'll, we'll put it into a power hour. That's really manageable for busy people. So you're not feeling like every day, all day, you have to be out meeting people and networking to be successful in business. Uh, but Laren, I'd love if you share like some, like, what are some intangibles that you think of when it comes to uh, networking in person. Cause again, here's the deal. You guys, Laren, when we go anywhere, she knows everyone. Laren knows the owner of every company. She knows every single business. She knows everyone. And when you're the mayor of a city in that way, where you just know everyone, you become a really, really good networker. So what are some intangibles that you think are, uh, really important when it comes to networking? Yeah. Well, and for starters, I've lived here for a long time. So it, that, you know, have, plays a big part in it from different parts of my life, but you know, it's right before we pressed record on this and I were just talking about this. And I think a big thing that has allowed me to build such a massive network here is my ability to always be like, how can I support the other person? So when I meet somebody, whether it's at a networking event or it's at an, any type of event, it could be a social party or runway show, anything that's going on. And I'm constantly meeting people. The very first thing that I do is like ask deep questions to get them to open up. So instead of me immediately being like, this is what I do. This is how like you could support me and like, you know, throw all of your accolades and all those things that people want to do to try to sell what they're selling. Um, I first really just ask questions that like guide them to share like what's going well in their business, what's not going well in their business, what are some of the challenges, because in my mind that I know when I'm ready to talk and I'm going to respond, I know what I'm going to say is going to directly like help support them. So my full intention is how can I show up for this person? How can I support this person in their business? How can I add value to them? Or how can I make an introduction to somebody else that's going to support them and help them grow? Yeah. And I think it's important because you're really clear on what you can provide, 
right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, exactly who you can help and what you can do. And you're really confident in that. And there's a lot of people who aren't confident in that. And they just go in and they're like, I just need them to buy my service or buy my product. And I'm just going to tell them all about it. And I'm going to word vomit all over people when I talk to them (laughs) and try and sell them. But instead of trying to solve a problem, like I think at the end of the day, we, sorry, we long-term relationship too. Yes. It's long game. It's not like who's ready to buy my product right now. I heard this quote about, um, business people versus salespeople or like people who own businesses just want everyone to know that they're in business so that Mm -hmm. one day long-term, if someone thinks, oh, you know, I might not need this service, but I know someone who needs this service. They just want everyone to know they're in business and salespeople, short-term thinkers. They're just like, everyone needs to buy my product now or else I'm going to quit. Right. It's like such a different mindset. That's so true. And I'm glad you brought that up. Cause when I was managing a salon for years, you know, we had such a massive brand and people would always be like, how did you guys build so fast? And I would say, I went to a networking event every single night for eight years straight. I every chills. Yeah. And granted I was single, but I, my like intention was I want every single person in this town to know who we are and what we do. Not that they had to buy from us. I just wanted the brand awareness and that's what I even teach clients now. I'm like, it's all about brand awareness. And it's like, just how can you educate people on what you do and the value that you can provide? And over time, that will just trickle down where your brand is recognizable. So even if that's your personal brand, then make that intention to be like, I'm going to go out and network and meet every single person. So every person knows who I am. Well, that way, when they, when they need the service or they know someone who needs the service, they know who to go to because everyone's taking notes. Right. And they're also just kind of like seeing how long you're willing to stick around. Yeah. And so when you have that brand awareness that you're spreading and you're committed to being there long-term and people can feel that conviction, they're more likely to send you referrals and they're more likely to think of you when the timing is right for them. Well, and I love what you brought up earlier before, again, before we pressed record and you were saying, um, it's about being interested versus interesting. Will you touch on that a little bit too? Cause I think that's so powerful for people. Yeah. That's actually something I learned from a scientist with a company that I'm partnered with. He mentored me really closely and, and we went to a restaurant once and I was sitting there and we were about three courses into like a five course meal. And he goes, you know, do you know the server's name? And I was like, no, I don't. This was like right when I first started in business. And he goes, that's why you're not making millions of dollars because you're not interested in the people around you. You're trying to be interesting. If you don't learn how to be interested in people to genuinely be interested, instead of just trying to get something out of them or, you know, assuming they want to buy your product, you're never going to be a great networker. And so literally by the time I left that restaurant, I learned very quickly and I went and introduced myself to like 10 people. And I knew everyone's name by the time I left the restaurant, because I figured it out really quickly that I had to be interested in other people's lives, not for what they could do for me, but for what I could do for them. I love that so much. That reminds me of my dad. My dad, everywhere I go with him, he always is so charming. He always remembers people's names and that always stood to me. And I'm like, this is why he has such like, he has built such a successful business and people love him is because he personalizes that so much. And that was a big thing I learned. I love that you just brought that up because I think that is so powerful. Yeah. Well, and remember one of the biggest things I always used to tell myself was I'm not good with names. Like I'm not good with names. That was just my excuse to not have to remember them and not have to care. And I actually went through a personal development program where we had to remember people's names or else we'd have to stand and stand in front of them and say, I don't care about you enough to remember your name. And when I had to say that to people, I was like, 
I will never forget someone's name because that is so important to know how to pronounce it. And that's someone's identity. And so like when you say you're bad at names, get good at remembering names and that is going to make you better at business. I, uh, I'm so used to people not understanding my name. <laughs> totally. <laughs> when I introduce myself, I always know that they're going to be like, wait, what? I'm sorry, what is it? And for all of you listening, it's pronounced Laren. But um, I'm so used to that, that I always know I have to respond. Then I forget their name and it drives me nuts. So like, I have to try even that much harder to just like get out of my own way and remember them, but I will never forget a face. There are many times I'll go somewhere and I will like go out of my way to say hi to someone and be like, I can't. And I call myself out. I'm like, I don't remember your name, but I told, I would never forget your face. Like remind me again, how we've met or, you know, even, even if it feels like kind of embarrassing, like go out of your way to show people, like you remember them and you, or, or maybe you remember something about them, like make sure you throw in those details too. Cause that goes a long way as well. It really does. Uh, When I joined network marketing, they always said you should be so close with your downline and your, your team that, you know, the color of their carpet in their living room, Mm -hmm. like remembering the small details. And I love to make notes. This is like a a pro tip, but if you go into like a salon and then you leave and you're like, okay, Roberto was the owner. And he mentioned something about his daughter. I need to remember that. So I'm going to type a note and just have a note full of all the people, places you've met them, their names, the details about them. And before you go see them again, like look at those notes, go back in and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, how's Anna? And they're going to be like, oh my God, you remembered my daughter's name. That goes such a long way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the Ritz Carlton, for example, like if you were to drink a specific bottle of wine and you were to leave it in the room, they make note of that. So that the next time you stay at the Ritz Carlton, that bottle of wine is in your room. It's those little attention to detail that like separates the good from the great and like elevates you to that luxury level. Mm -hmm. And just like she said, whether it's a salon or a realtor or, um, massage therapist, anything like pay attention and write those notes down. So you can be like, how is your child? And you mentioned their name or how is the trip you took? Um, because you know, people have this, this day and age, you can go to anybody for anything. Like there are a million stylists out there. There's a million network marketers selling something. There's a million of everything. So it's like, why is somebody going to choose you? And those little things go a long way. Even like sending a thank you card after the service or say they say your client was like, Oh, I just bought a new house. Well, why not go out of the way and just send them like a congratulatory, congratulatory card in the mail, just being like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I just wanted to celebrate this successful moment in your life. Like no one else is doing that. Go out of your way to do those little things. And you are such an example of that. Like the day I met you, you brought me a Colorado hat, like a car, a warm Colorado hat that I could wear, which I didn't have one. So it was great. And I never forgot like the way it made me feel it could have been anything. It could have been like a freaking penny. I didn't care. It was, it made me feel so special. And then a few weeks later, after we met, you sent me um, a book in the mail from Amazon and I like read it within a day. Um, I remember when I was being pro I didn't know I was being prospected for network marketing, but the woman who ended up enrolling me actually sent me flowers the day I graduated college. Like those are the things that are, they mean so much and you'll never forget them. I'm receiving them. So just I, I also think you, you touched on something really important in networking. Like it has so much more to do with who you're being and how you're showing up. Can you talk a little bit about that? Cause you could go out and meet lots of people and have a really negative attitude or be, you know, interesting, not interested. What do you think who you've been as a person and doing personal development has done for your networking capabilities? Mm-hmm. 
That's such a great question. I think, well, the highest energy in the room wins every single time. So it's like when you walk into a room, if you're the boring person standing in the corner, not talking to anybody, nobody's going to want to talk to you, or you're going to come across intimidating or unapproachable. And, you know, a lot of people have already thought that I'm kind of intimidating or unapproachable. And so I personally have had to like, go, like try even harder to show people that I'm approachable and like so genuinely nice. And so I think it's just about genuinely caring about other people. Again, asking those questions and just being interested in what they have to say. And then being like, how can I support you? Like, again, yeah, it's the same thing. Like going back to like, how can I support you? And like, what can I do to help you in your business or in your life? Yeah. And I think like asking the best way to network is just to start asking people questions again, like be like, what would a curious person ask right now? And, Mm -hmm. and no question is off the table. Like when I, I don't know about you, but when I go out and meet people, it's just like, Hey, how are you? Like, what's going on? How's, how's everything been going with the world? How it is right now? Like ask those genuine questions and they're going to, they're going to open up. If you ask questions and you're curious and you just hold space for people to answer, um, it kind of takes you off the hook. Like I found when I was, when I was going into conversations, trying to be sound smart and try and sell them on my product and try and enroll them right away and recruit them. It was like, there was so much pressure on me, but when I started to go into conversations to be like, how can I genuinely just learn about this person and where they came from and their background and you know, what they're doing in their business, it took the hook off of me so much. There was so much less pressure. And I just got to go in being genuinely curious and kind of like, really diving deep with people. And if you can dive deep with people, again, it's, it's leaving someone and making them feel special. And when people can talk about themselves, they feel really special. What are, what are some questions that you ask people like when you're networking? Well, and using your conversation to be very intentional. So I want to give a couple examples. If even if it goes to interviewing, I know this isn't networking, but this is a really good tip. If you're building a team or if you're interviewing for new positions in your business, never go into the interview or, or even sitting, sitting down with someone to network at coffee, never go in with the intention to talk first. And here's why, because if you talk and you just like put it all out there and then you turn it on them be like, well, tell me about you your conversation might not go in the direction that you want it to. So always be in control of the conversation and be the guide. So if you're interviewing someone, always just be like, tell me about yourself. Just open-ended question and let them talk. See where they take the conversation. You'll be so surprised when you just create create an open-ended question. And then really be like, um, what is your vision? What are you looking for right now? Like, what are some of the challenges you're currently facing? What is it that's like really on your heart? Where do you see yourself in a couple of years and let them talk? Don't say anything. Just keep asking the next question and guide the conversation so that you can really understand like, where are they at? What are they struggling with? What is it that they want? What's their vision? So that when you're ready to talk and the opportunity presents itself, and this sounds terrible to say, but like you basically manipulate the conversation to them be able to be like, this is what I do. This is how I can help you. This is how I can serve you. And then you're able to provide what it is that you do that is a completely in alignment with what they need. Yep. It's so true. And you're not going to be good at this right away. Most of you, like, <laughs> I know that for the, probably the first 150 to 200 conversations I had when I started in business, like networking with people, it was me word vomiting. It was me sending really long messages to people. It was me like trying to sell my product. It was not pretty. And even for an example with the interviewing, 
you guys, Laren and I did an interview with our friend, John Stankwitz. So you guys are going to hear in a few weeks and we literally messaged him. We're actually interviewing him again after this episode, because we were not good. We told him, we we're like, that didn't do you a justice. We sucked and it's okay because we're still years into asking questions. Like we're pretty, pretty good at, at talking to people and networking. And we still sucked the first time we interviewed someone for our podcast. It was so bad. And it, it probably wasn't that <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but we're like, we get to do it again because that's the thing. You can't, you can't mess it up every single time you do it. It's a learning experience if you let it be. So I think, you know, it's the art of connection. It's the art of networking. It takes time and it takes practice. It also takes growing yourself as a person. I know the more I've grown my confidence and the more I've just gotten uncomfortable. It's, Mm -hmm. it's worked out better for me, but know that like, even to this day, it is so uncomfortable for me to go up to people. It's uncomfortable. I'm very shy deep down. Like after, you know, me, I'm like the most bubbly person, but I'm very shy when it comes to meeting new people and I'll be walking on the street and I'm like, okay, Sydney, just look up at them and say, hi and smile. It's okay. You can do this. Like I have to give myself a pep talk every time I'm walking by people because that insecurity still creeps in. So just know that like, we're not special. We have just practiced a lot. And if you're willing to practice in in in-person networking, it'll be the most valuable skill you can have. Yeah. When I was in my early twenties, I couldn't, I was so nervous to look people in the eye. It made me so nervous. Like you're Mm -hmm. talking about I forced myself to go to networking events because I was like, I am, I I have really bad social anxiety and I was really bad when I was younger. And I, yeah, I would be like, I'm going to go to this networking event by myself. I would force myself to go without a friend because I knew I would stand in the corner with my friend and talk to them because it was easier. And I would force myself to go by myself. So then I was like, okay, this still feels uncomfortable. What would allow me to feel more comfortable? So I was like, if I'm in this, you know, if I'm in not control, but like if I'm a part of it, it makes me more comfortable. So then I started volunteering and being a part of like the boards. Like I joined Mile High Young Professionals and I was like, if I'm the greeter at the front door, that's going to make me feel more comfortable versus standing in the corner by myself. Yes. That. So it's like, find what makes you comfortable, even if you're uncomfortable in an uncomfortable space to just like feel forward, you know, put yourself out there. It's so true. And, and I still do that. I literally, I went to church two weeks ago for the first time in two years. And that same week I said, Hey, I'm going to volunteer here next week so that I force myself to come first of all. And Mm -hmm. so that I force myself to meet people because really right now that's the only way I can. And so that's what I got to do. And it's, it's like a hashtag, no excuses type of deal. When you're networking, it's either you're going to wake up early and go to the BNI meeting. Cause someone invited you and you're going to stand up and pitch your thing, even though you don't know what you're saying done that before. Like you just have to get in a, in an area, like you said, that makes you uncomfortable and, and find the, the area in that, that place that makes you a little bit comfortable and just, yes. and go for it. Yep. So one thing I, I don't want to go backwards, but I do want to touch on one thing too, that we were talking about earlier with like being very intentional with your conversations, whether it's at these networking events or it's a client sitting in your chair, you only have a limited amount of time with someone, right? So whether it's a 10 minute conversation at an event or 10 minutes greeting somebody and you start talking to them at church, or it's a two hour conversation with a client sitting in your chair and you're doing their hair make sure what you're talking about is very intentional, meaning always don't do small talk. 
go yes. straight to the points of like, wh- how are you, ask them, like, how are you connected? What are you, how are you involved in the community? Like, what do you want to get involved in? Like, how have you met friends? Like different things, like always look at it as how can I take this one person and become a part of their life, become a part of their network. So if it's a mom sitting in the chair, be like, what do you do with your friends? Like, are you involved in your community? And then if you're a stylist, be like, huh, okay, she's going to a luncheon with 20 of her friends. What if I donate gift cards to this luncheon? And now I just Mm -hmm. tapped into 20 more people. Or you're meeting somebody at a networking event and you have 10 minutes and they're talking, be like, what else are you involved in? And they mention another event. Say, I would love to go to this event with you and meet more people. So Mm -hmm. instead of looking at like, I need to find a hundred new clients for my business, say, I'm going to find 10 people and I'm going to become a part of their life with them and their network so that they can introduce me to 10 more people. And you just were exposed to a hundred people in less time. It's like, we talk about all the time, do less, better. Better. Yep. This is a perfect example. Yeah. And like, also just go deeper with people. Like everyone does small talk and it's bullshit. It just is. It's like, how's the weather? How are you doing? Like my favorite thing to ask people is after I ask, how are you doing? They say, good. I say, how are you really doing? Yeah. And it, they yes. will open up. I did this last night with a girl on my team and she knew what I was doing, but I was like, how are you doing? She's like, I'm good. I just got done with school. I'm like, how are you really doing? And she went off for like 20 minutes and it was a great growing conversation because I asked that one deeper question. So even if you're, you know, if you're talking to people at networking events or you're recruiting someone for network marketing, or you're recruiting someone for your coaching business, like ask them like, what, you know, do you love what you do? Like, do you actually love it? Are you passionate about it? What would you rather be doing? If, if time and money were no issue, what would you love to do with your life? not to recruit them for what you're doing right there, but to know that and have it in your back pocket and to really learn about people and their pain points. Because right now there's a lot of pain points in a lot of people's lives and it's not going to help them. If you're like, how's the weather? How are you doing? How are your kids in soccer practice? Like that, that doesn't help anyone right now. So like be the person that goes deep with people and, and leave your ego at the door. Because if you, if you put your ego in the conversations with people, you're not going to ask those questions because you're going to be afraid of how you look, what they think of you. And at the end of the day, it just doesn't really matter. I, I love that. I, I always love asking it's very similar. How's your heart today? Mm, that's such a you question. Their, their mind to their heart. So yeah, it's same thing. Like how, instead of being like, how are you? They're going to go to like a thinking response versus how's yeah. your heart you tap back in like within. Yep. Okay. One, one last question for you, unless you have more, but I think this is really important. Where would you recommend people start? Because right now the excuse is, and like, I've even given myself this excuse, like it's COVID. I can't go to networking events. Right. Obviously I made something go with church. That was like a big thing for me, but what would you recommend to people who are just getting started networking? Cause they don't want to just walk in somewhere and like talk to someone like, how did you get started? If there weren't networking events, what would you do? Well, with social, so I'll tie in social media first and we'll really dive into social media on Friday's episode, but I immediately move everything to in-person because I think that there's someone, you can build rapport with someone so much faster in person. So we're going to give you all the ways on Friday to network online, but then immediately move it in person when you can. So I know sometimes when you're networking, if they don't live here, you can't, Mm -hmm. but if they do immediately be like, I would love to meet you. You have such great energy. Like, would you ever be down to go grab coffee? I do that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Like, I love going to grab coffee with someone, even if it's just a quick 30 minutes, like, tell me more about you. How can I support you? 
And it's as simple as that. Like you don't even have to go into it with an intention of selling them something. Just go into attention of like, I'm building my network. I want to stay connected with people. I want more friends. I want more people in my community um, and get in person in front of someone so you can build a deeper connection and they can feel your energy. And say that to people say like, I'm looking to build my network. Like be trans. Yeah. I literally say that to people. I'm like, I'm looking to build my network in, in Florida. Cause I'm visiting there. Are you open to grabbing coffee? People are way more open when you just are upfront with that. Yeah. What would you say? I mean, I would say actually that my favorite way of networking in person is like, go live your life, go have fun, go do the things that you want to do, go get services done and like meet people through that. So when I was in network marketing and I was like, I'm tired of being online all the time. What do I do? And I got advice of like, go have fun and go do activities and go meet people. So like, I wanted to learn how to surf. So I took surfing lessons. I I enrolled a surf instructor, right? And I enrolled all the people that we met through surfing. And then I would go and get my hair done at a new place every time so that I could meet the stylist. I could meet other people at the salon. I could connect with them on Instagram. And again, we'll teach you guys in the next episode how to move that connection and and have it effective online. But like, I just go live my life. And, and, and what I will tell you is if you, if you have someone that's providing a service for you, that is not in, not enrolled, or you're not working with in some way, like go to the next person, go find someone that you can collaborate with. Obviously, like there's going to be people where, you, you know, you don't, you don't care. And you just, you genuinely want to connect with them, but like go find people that you can mutually support each other's businesses as well depending on what industry you're in. That's like something that's really fun as well. For example, I went to a hairstylist named Madison. She's incredible. She did my hair and she's like, well, I love supporting other businesses and I'm looking to achieve certain health goals. So we got to switch that, that service. And it's been so much fun because every time I go in, I like bring her a product. She's excited about it. And so find people that are like on your same wavelength and just go do the things, go get a massage with someone new go get your nails done, like go get a foot spa. I don't know. Just go do the things you already love doing and meet people that way. And a couple apps, if you guys aren't like, you could use Instagram, you could use Facebook to connect with people, but you could also use like Bumble BFF. So download the Bumble app. Um, Even if you're in a relationship, just tell your spouse it's for business. (laughs) There's Bumble Biz and then Bumble BFF and both of them, like Bumble BFF, there are so many like traveling nurses and people moving to new cities or people like Sydney that's just like exploring new cities to determine where she wants to live. Like you can go and make new friends on there. Everybody is there to make new friends or grow their business. So it's an open door to be like, Hey, let's go connect. Let's grab coffee. I'd love to get to know you better the same way you would with dating, but you're looking yep. for friendships or meet definitely, up definitely make it about networking on there because I got kicked off because I was prospecting. <laughs> I'll just be super straight up. They kicked me off and they'll never let me back on. And it's so sad because I did like the app. Um, I, I don't know what happened, but definitely be intentional well, about just networking on there. <laughs> and there's local events, like there's Bumble BFF events yeah. in each city and start your own. Like if something doesn't exist that you want, be the one to create it. So there's a million like female entrepreneur events out there. Um, you know, but also create it. Like when I was in my twenties, we created a networking company called ladies lounge to create the community that we wish existed. So find what it is that you want or create what you wish existed. Yeah. And I think just like really take the first step and just start small. 
like go be like, okay, I'm just going to go meet one new person today. And I'm just going to be interested in them, ask them questions and just practice. And if you just start small and do one person, you know, three times a week, like go make that your intention, whether it's at whole foods and you compliment someone or you're, you know, meeting someone at your, at your salon, like whatever it is, just go make an intention to meet one new person and network with them, um, with the full intention of being interested in them. And, and also work on yourself, like do things to work on yourself to be the type of person you'd want to network with. I ask myself that all the time. I'm like, am I actually the type of person that I would want to go meet out in the real world and be a friend of or network with? And if the answer is no that day, like I got to do something different. Yeah. Or if you go to a networking event and people aren't connecting with you or not approaching you, then it's like, do a checkpoint on yourself. Like, how is my energy? How am I showing up? Am I coming across approachable? Am I making the first move and initiating conversation? What do I need to do to work on myself that makes people want to connect with me? Mm. This is so valuable. This is so great. Um, Okay. So do you have anything, any other points you want to touch on for in-person connecting? No, I just, you know, people always refer. My last one would be like, make sure you're constantly introducing people to other people, be a connector. Like we're saying, you know, a lot of people joke that I'm like a connector of souls because I introduce good people to good people and have surrounded myself with such a powerful network. And people call Sydney like the, there, she was like the mayor of San Diego because she'd walk into a restaurant or a bar or anywhere and people would know who she is because she was intentional about making sure people knew her. And, you know, to get there, that's just because we are also not only just meeting people, but we're then introducing them to other people. So it's about how do we expand everybody's network and support everybody? Um, So every day kind of ask yourself, like, who could I introduce to someone else that I know to help support their businesses that have nothing to do with me? Yes. Oh, that's such a good one. That's such a good one. And check yourself. Laren and I talked about this when we first met, um, check yourself before you walk in a room, like check your energy and make sure that you're not going into that room and dimming your light, like go into whatever room you're going into to network, to meet people, even online and make sure your energy is in check and go in with like the bright, happy energy that you are and, and know that your gifts are important and know what you offer and provide as far as value goes and be really confident in that when you're networking. Cause when you are, again, people can feel it. And the people that will show up in your life unexpectedly, it's like when I met Laren, it was so unexpected, but it, you know, something in our energies had to be in alignment for that to work. So cool. I think it was the hat I gave you. I think it was the hat. You guys, I should wear that hat on the next Instagram post. I'll post a story in it. It's so good. It's so cute. I wear it on my walks every single morning. So it's been yeah, good, it's a good news. I love it. I love it. But you guys were so grateful for you. We're, uh, we're hopeful that you got some good value in this episode. I know I learned a lot of things from Laren. So um, any last words? I love no, I just love these quickies. And, you know, you guys, we would love to hear like which one of the tips that we provided stood out the most. And how are you going to get into inspired action this week and apply one of these tips? Hell yeah. Awesome. We will see you guys later this week. We're excited and uh, keep crushing it. Bye Bye guys. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Selling Social Podcast. If you loved this episode, if you found so much value in this episode, if you're walking away with tips and takeaways to put you into inspired action in your business and your life, what would mean the most to us is if you shared this episode and paid the love forward to others. Go ahead right now, snapshot a photo of this episode on your phone, upload it to your IG stories and tag us at Selling Social Podcast. And also make sure to go and subscribe to this podcast and write a review on your biggest takeaways so far. We would love to stay connected with you. So go ahead, whip out your phone and text the words selling social to 303-529-1291. If you want to be a part of our community and you want to be like connected to like more ambitious female entrepreneurs doing big things in 2021, you want the mentorship, you want the support, you want the top strategies to apply to your business. You want to be a part of our events, all the good things. Text the word community to 303-529-1291. And if you want like straight business for breakfast tips, literally you want to wake up and eat business for breakfast with us every morning. You want tips, strategies, you want morning empowerment to just keep going after your calling that's been put on your heart. Text the words business for breakfast to 303-529-1291. And until next time, we'll see you soon.